Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the fifth episode of the Lucast Podcast. I am the Sean McCall. Yo, it's Asil Roper. What's up? Producer Pat on the call, on the mic. Let's go, baby. And we have two of our good friends joining us today. We have Elvi. All the pleasure. All the pleasure, boys. And we have Austin. I'm so honored to be here right now, guys. This is amazing. First, Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So... LV and Austin both play in the same fantasy football league with Roper, myself, and producer Pat. This year in the championship in the Shiva Bowl, we had the Tinker Stinkers, which was Austin's team versus my team, which is Denim Chicken. It was a battle for the ages. I don't think it was a fair matchup because I had Josh Allen and Derrick Henry, and they led my team all year, and they did not play in the championship. So I kind of think you got lucky there, Austin. Yeah, you know, it was a long time coming. Um, how long have we been doing this league for? Was this six? This I believe? was my six first year. Seven. So love, let me give the listeners a little backstory about this league. It was supposed to be a keeper league, but only <laughs> two keepers. And I inherited a franchise to get into this league. And the owner before me absolutely tanked his franchise. He was dropping players left and right. But... I don't think he tanked his franchise. There's no way. You had four keepers and you Potential and keepers. Potential keepers and you only and you wanted to keep Josh Allen? First move he does is collusion into the into the franchise of Dan and Chicken. There Let's was some controversy. We, we ended the keeper league. The, the, the keeper league was no more. Uh, but in defense of the former of the owner who does listen to this podcast, I found out. Oh. Um he had a good team. He was just very unlucky. Um, I'm trying to think who we all had. Najee, Dalvin Cook. Um, Jamar Chase. Oh, my gosh, yes. Jamar Chase and uh, Josh Allen. And you would think, oh, man, that's probably a good team to roll out with. But I was going to keep Josh and Allen, DeAndre too. And DeAndre Swift. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I knew it was a big um, – I knew it was three running backs there. I just couldn't think of that third But one, I don't even so. remember, like, why did we abolish the keepers? Because I tried trading – the number one overall pick. Yeah, right? so, you tried to trade keepers that you thought you had on your team to you, another team. You lit the dynamite that was brewing between Mark and Bryce. <laughs> the <laughs> hatred still, because Bryce still felt like he got robbed. Well, so early on when we first started keepers. Th- let me tell no. you my opinion. When that keeper thing was the most poorly run ran thing ever. <laughs> We kept making up rules as, as it was going. So it was meant to and be broken eventually. Okay. and stuff. And you can call collusion, call whatever you want. Um, but, like, you wanted to trade um, <laughs> somebody, you know, you want to trade. Non-keepers. Non-quote-unquote non-ke- non-keepers. Yeah. I yes. think it should have still happened because in reality, the keepers I think it weren't could, locked in. I think it in. could happen and stuff. But nobody knew those things because we never did that before. Mm-hmm. There was no precedent. There's no yeah. precedent for it, exactly. Yeah. And that is what brought up the whole frustrating part and stuff. Well, and also the controversy started with the trading picks. Trading that picks, was, that, that's that another thing. Awesome. Deep. In my opinion, uh, like, uh, it gets I'm messy when you trade picks. Redrafts. <laughs> it actually worked out for me because I was going to keep Najee, and that dude had a terrible season. He did. Yeah. Very. Correct. Honestly, if you want to think of next year, he might be a good pick next year. But, uh, mm. 
Depends Ooh. how much you believe in it all. I'm good. A little tease for the new season. Okay. Someone else can take him away again. Everyone was laughing at me for wanting to keep Josh Allen, what? but I still drafted Josh Allen in the second or third round. Number one what? fantasy quarterback, second, third year in a row now. So He I, was not. He got overtaken by Jalen Hurts. You should check your facts on wait, that. Wait, what time out? Okay, what is he still wait. top three, though? He was still top three, but he was also number two in turnovers. Josh hmm. Allen, um, uh, with number the one, actually stats. number one okay. if you want to include fumbles and everything. Yes, that's why he's second um, in turnovers. Okay, Josh Allen may have had a but, little down year, but <laughs> I mean the third QB is is pretty good. Still third, good. Or second, very good. I had him in another league, so I know. he's still but, number one. Hang on, I want to go back to my championship run and stuff, <laughs> and I'm glad LV is here because. Um, Another champion in the... Well, no, no, no. I am, I, I've kept receipts on things. <laughs> oh, God. When Javante Williams went down with his little Achilles injury, or Ace, not Achilles, ACL injury, I immediately made a big-time trade. Yes, he did. I traded Mr. Um, producer Pat, uh, yes. Tyreek Hill, <laughs> and I got in return Austin Eckler. Oh, my. And there were rumblings that this people, a.k.a. LV, I heard, hopefully I got my people right, said it was one of the worst <laughs> trades and it was going to back down on me because Austin Eckler, who he drafted, was having a down year. Keep in mind to you, in three weeks, he didn't score a single touchdown. He ended with 19. That, is, that carried me to a championship. This was this year? Yeah, this was this year. This he was, traded for Eckler? Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill. I had. Uh, I, a, I gave away Waddle, and I still. Yeah, and I got him. You were making terrible trades all season, Pat. Shots <laughs> being thrown. Okay, trade didn't end up being terrible. Tyreek Hill still had a better average. Yeah. Scoring than yeah. Austin Eckler. So. Wait, what was that trade again? So it was um, Tyreek Hill and Ramondre Stevenson, which was kind of a lot for oh my God, for Austin awesome. Eckler awesome and trade. Curtis Samuel, which I do hate the Curtis Samuel. And he got up. Ramondre Stevenson a top twelve running back in return. Wait, who got and who? Tyreek? You Hill. got I got um, I got Eckler and um, Curtis Samuel, which. At the time, Curtis Samuel first three weeks was going off, and then once I think a, that's a pretty fair trade. Of course, once actually. I got him, it went downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Top twelve running back and a number two wide receiver. Top twelve. Austin Eckler was number one. No, I'm talking he, about Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Top and twelve let, running back, number two wide receiver for okay. number one. Oh, well, technically number two overall. In running back, so. in that trade, I originally wanted. Um, I originally wanted Coop. Uh, Amari Cooper, I think, is who he had. He had some other guys, yeah. but I was panicking with the Javante Williams injury. That, uh, you know who got Amari Cooper from? I said Curtis Samuel. And hey, had gone good. Trader, you know who you got Amari Cooper from, right? Yeah, you did. I traded Amari Cooper and what was the um, running back from the Commanders? Oh, um, I had Robinson Gibson and Amari Waddle, Cooper right? for Jalen yeah. Waddle and Melvin Gordon. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. That was a that was Robinson. Robinson. That was, uh, I got fleeced. Yeah, that Jaylen was Waddle. absolutely I had Jalen Waddle the season before, and I knew he was a good That was a fantastic too. one. Taco getting but, fleeced in a trade? What? <laughs> Almost as good as me <laughs> grabbing Tony Pollard for virtually nothing in oh, James Robinson. For free. Those were some good picks. While Pat had another uh, fleece, Pat fleece was me getting uh, Devonta Smith 
uh, yep. trading him uh, Daryl Henderson. I got George oh, Pickens. I saw that. <laughs> whatever. First, and- <laughs> first minute I saw that, I wanted it vetoed because I knew it was a trade rate from the start. Pat thought it was a good trade, and he was telling me, he's like, oh, Devonta Smith, he was I doing was too good. I was in a running back hell, with, and then Ramondre Stevenson finally went down the end of the year. And I was in running back hell, and I needed just someone to plug, that's and still, it was a bad deal. That's still no excuse for drafting <laughs> Daryl Henderson, who ended up getting dropped to the waivers from the Rams, who also who, had a terrible running offense. Who even, they were one of the worst running offenses in the league. Like Cam Akers, who? It was, like, they, what, they were 30th, correct. Yeah. Cam Akers' defense, that dude went off in the final like five weeks. Oh, so. okay, but that, that doesn't count. That's not even usually the fantasy season. Roper, what is the one kid's name who went to Vianney, who went to Notre Dame? Oh, Kyron now. Williams. Kyron Williams playing for the Rams. You think yes. he'll have a chance next year? I, he looked I hope pretty so. good. I, he looked yeah. pretty good, but I don't know. They gave Cam Akers the starting role again in the it, last game. Of the it could be Irish another one A, one B type of situation. For I'm not sold on Cam Akers, so I hope he does take over the job. My guess would be be probably really similar, um, <laughs> with occasional Kyron Williams coming in there on long downs or something. Is Kyron uh, Williams good on like third downs and he catching the ball? In my opinion, he um, is more receiving downs back. So I'd say so. He's kind of small, um, in my opinion, short. And that's that on the defending Super Bowl champions Rams. But thank God they're not defending anymore. Um, <laughs> we have a new Super Bowl coming up between the Chiefs and the Eagles. I'm going to be cheering for the Eagles, and I. Th- think they should win they should win and i hope they win but it's gonna be a tight game i think it's the toughest competition the eagles have faced all playoffs because they've in my opinion probably had the easiest ride to the super bowl um but i i, I just want to go on a real quick rant here i do as a st louis rams ticket holder season ticket holder i do have a problem with st louis rams fans former st louis rams fans becoming Kansas City Chiefs fans, and I'm not. There's nothing against you, no. Austin. It's it's just a problem I have with St. Louis fans, just because Clark Hunt was mm-hmm. the sole vote You're in, in the relocation pocket. committee that voted against the Canton project that would have. Oh, what that would have. He was counting on fans like you to jump ship to yes. his team as he soon wanted as the, the Rams market. left He wanted town. the St. Louis market. He was smart. It was a smart business move, just like they say Crocky did, even though it was fraud. We don't. Well, that's a rope of rat that we don't need to get into. But all I'm just saying, where's the money? Is Clark Hunt was the sole vote to shut down the Carson project that would have allowed the Chargers and the Raiders to move to LA, and then the Rams would have stayed in St. Louis, where they belonged, in my opinion, because I was obviously a St. Louis Rams t- season ticket holder. Was born in '98, so I never remembered the greatest show on turf, so I never got to see the Rams win anything. So I wanted a football team and i still don't really have one to this day it's kind of the steelers and that's due to my uncle who lives in pittsburgh it's kind of convinced me but it's just not the same not having a team again mike i'm kind of a chief bandwagoner too because i mean when they won the super bowl oh, against God. the niners patty mahomes was lighting it up mvp rookie like it was hard not to be a fan of them it's just nothing against pat mahomes it's just my hate for car cunt that's that's all it is and also <laughs> Kansas city they don't they don't root for the Blues. I mean, they they had no. Travis is, Kelsey's a like fake they, Blues fan. Yeah, they brought him in just for promo, like PR. Just for start. show. Yeah, they 
they don't even know like four Blues players probably. Oh, I did see um, Kelsey then, though at the Kansas Kansas State game. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Who do you think he was rooting for? Jayhawks or Wildcats? I think he was in a Jayhawks. Jersey. He's yeah, oh. he's He went to the uh, locker room after the game. Yeah. Okay. And stuff. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate KU. Uh, no, Kelsey's a big uh, Kelsey's a big hockey fan. No, he's not a Blues guy. Um, I think he's uh, he said on his podcast. I he's can't from remember Cincinnati, now. right? Cleveland. Or? He's from outside Cleveland. Okay. He might be like a Red Wings fan then. Um, I'm gonna say he said Pittsburgh, oh. but I could be wrong. Oh, Pittsburgh's okay. very close to Cleveland too. So. Oh, uh, but back to the Super Bowl. Who's your guys' picks? Yeah, let me ask Elvie. L- I know you were killing NFL bets this year. Give us a proper player you like in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdown is always a go-to. I like it. I was riding that one in the playoffs, too. But I am just going to absolutely smash Eagles' money line. What's, I do the, think- what's the line? One and line it's so is close. One and a half Eagles yep. right now. Mm-hmm. They will also cover that as well. I do like that pick, but I would not be surprised if the Chiefs won. They have the Eagles have the most complete team. They do, but Robert made a good point earlier. They had the easiest path to the playoffs, and the Chiefs are more tested. So, sorry for no go, but it goes off of what um what you both just said right there. So I'm definitely going Chiefs. No shit. Obviously. Bias. <laughs> let's, hear, wow. let's hear why. Bias. Let's hear why they're going to win. Um, I do think Eagles are the most complete team. Like, when you're comparing both teams, mm-hmm. their players and stuff, far more better Eagles than um, there. But let me tell you, I'm not going here that – well, I guess I kind of am that the Eagles did have one of the easier schedules. But when they played – they played some of the most high-powered offensive offenses – um, they let up more than 33 points in that game. So when they faced the Lions, they let up more than 30. Dallas that was with Dak, a good Lions offense. More okay. than 30. And then I can't think of the third team, um, so that's my bad. I have, I have the tweet saved. What I'm hearing look it up. here is okay. overs. Is when overs. Potentially, overs yeah, overs. Okay. okay. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, I think we all agree that Kansas City – Top three, top two offense in the league. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be put up a lot of points. I think it's gonna be closer. I also didn't think Jalen Hurts looked that good last uh, last week. He missed a lot of big time throws. He don't get me wrong. I think he's gonna be healthy by the time. Um, you know, it's two mm-hmm. weeks. That's a long time. Get that shoulder rested and stuff. But he didn't look that good. Like he missed some pretty good throws that he usually makes. You know, a healthy Jalen Hurts would make a lot of those throws, those deep shots to Devonta. And uh, AJ Brown, so okay. that is true. But when you can run the ball for three hundred and twenty mm-hmm. yards, then it's a different story. And they got three running backs who can run the ball well, and they all had rushing and touchdowns. Off- Plus a good quarterback can run. That's pretty much all in the Pro Bowl. Number one offensive oh, yeah. line <laughs> in football. Hey, you got that. They, they got a Kelsey on. on they got Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, what do you think of the Kelsey Bowl? Everyone's calling it the Kelsey Bowl. Um. No, I agree with them. I think the Kelsey Bowl is dumb because <laughs> there's so much bigger storylines than mm-hmm. just those the Andy Reid Bowl. Andy Reid Bowl is a different thing. Let's now, talk with about Andy Reid. He is three and zero against the Eagles. First okay. time two African American um, quarterbacks. That's yes, just going to say that. Correct. Well, so, a lot of good storylines coming into this game. Let's go around the table one last time. Everyone, give their official prediction for the Super Bowl. Roper, start us off. All right, this is probably with my heart. And I'm going with the Eagles just because I want to see Kansas City fans Give us a in score. pain. Um, I'm going to go 38-35. 38-35 Eagles? Yep. All right, LV. I will take the Eagles 
And also, Adam, does it uh? Ten points. Sorry. Does that does that mean you think the Chiefs are gonna win, but you're going for the Eagles just because you want the Eagles to win? Yeah, I mean it's part of it. Uh, can't count out Mahomes. Okay, biasness. Well, well, okay. Just say the, out e- the biasness. All right. Just say it's the Chiefs. Eagles. It's always sunny in Philly. Okay. 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 All right, ready. Let's hear it. Um, I'm going 27-24 Chiefs. Um, I think whoever has the final possession is going to win the game, probably by a field goal or something like that. And I like it. Obviously, I'm predicting Chiefs to do yeah, that. Yeah, Jake like Elliott, Harrison Bodker, like both capable kickers. kickers. Pat? Uh, producer Pat's going with uh, – this is oh, so geez. tough. Dude, it's so hard to count out Mahomes. And I think I'm going to go... A hobbled Mahomes. A hobbled Mahomes. Even... Dude, he's the second best quarterback in the league. A, a healthy Mahomes. I'm going off... Second one. best. <laughs> Who's the best? Patrick Mahomes on both legs. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I was about to say. <laughs> so, Patrick on with the Chiefs? I am going to go with Chiefs 30 to 28. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right, you guys. I think this is going to be one of the best Super Bowls in the last 10 years. It's, this might be just as good as the Brady. These are the two best yep. teams in the NFL. They were both the number one seeds coming into the playoffs. This is the matchup we've been waiting for all year. I'm going to take the Eagles. I just think they're on another level. The Chiefs are good, and, yeah, they've been there. But the Eagles have blown every team out of the water so far this year. I don't even think it's going to be close. I think the Eagles are going to win 32-17. to 17. Wow. 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 Okay. Okay. Wow. I, I'm pretty keen. They'll be close early, but they'll blow away. You give them. If you give them the run game, I'm thinking they they're going to get a pick six. Or there's going to be a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown scored. I think, no, my bold prediction, I know I said 38-35, and that could be possible with my prediction, but I think this might go to overtime. Because I know this Super Bowl is the first Super Bowl that's going to be two possessions, right? I think we're all rooting for that. Wait, they changed the rules? Yes. Has the Super Bowl ever gone to overtime? Yes, it was the Brady uh, comeback against the Falcons. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. So I think this. I, I think all of America That'd should root for free football, free more football. Obviously, go for <laughs> overtime and two possessions each. Yeah, each team gets a possession. That's gonna be electric. Hit the overs. What <laughs> the Lucas podcast boys are I think hitting that's the overs. We all, we're all rooting for different teams, but I think we all can root for the over. Why two shorts or root for unders? There you go. Unless there you go. I have a, go. Soccer. I have a <laughs> quick, quick question <laughs> for Shaw. Because he alluded to uh, placing a large bet on the heads or tails coin toss. What's what's the update on that? Let's get a coin flip. <laughs> what's the tally? It's the heads. It's a heads. Oh, okay. That brings us two heads, one tail. To another one. <laughs> oh. Keeping a record of it. Heads. Yeah. We're heads. at wow. three heads and one heads tail. Are <laughs> <laughs> heads are hot. Heads are hot. Heads are hot. Quick question to keep going on Super Bowl for a second. Have you guys uh, thought about your bets yet? Obviously, you're talking spreads, but like props, stuff like that. Are you going to do anything? We're like? going to have to cook up some same game parlays. Or will that come later in the week? The, I am cooking up a, a Riri Super Bowl halftime show. Prop bet. <laughs> Got to have that one. Or um, I always love taking the over on the national, national anthem. anthem overs. National, national anthem, anthem is a. Uh, 
It's a very energetic Wait a minute. Hey, hey, Pat, I need a question for Can you look up who's the national anthem singer for the Super Bowl? Okay. I didn't. Um, I was. I didn't know you could bet on that. Absolutely. It's so easy because people listen to the the rehearsal. Yeah. The overs hit last year. Well, I know one year, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, they got rid of the bet because somebody released the rehearsal online. That's what I'm saying. And, That's why uh, that was always a good And one I take. didn't see it. I don't know who has them. Um, but FanDuel didn't have it up. Oh, wait. It might still be early. They could. That's what I was thinking, too. Because I don't think they had the Gatorade one up yet, either. Stapleton. Singing in the really, country really little country, country in there. Country Ooh, that'd be good. Overs. Overs. overs, I like the overs. I'm taking the overs on that too. The dude's okay. gonna, <laughs> he's gonna drag. He's gonna drag. drag. He's dragging he's out that like, last note. Hey, do you guys like think? The... Uh, do you guys think Riri's gonna bring anybody with her on stage? Oh, of course. That's a lock. It'll probably it's be already, like. Yeah, usually it's already does. announced that she has a guest already. Do we, do, who do we know who? We don't know. No, it's gonna be a mystery. It's a mystery guest. So it's going to be a good game. We're all going to be watching. I think we might even have a party at Pat's house, right? Yep. Producer Pat. He bought a brand new TV. So everyone's going to be over here. Maybe we can record a little Lucas halftime update or something. So I don't know. Listen Listen to the Super Bowl after. Yeah. Roper, your last take on boxing. Boxing is absolutely a sport. I mean, maybe I could see the argument about the judges and going to judges' decision. But you can't tell me Mike Tyson versus Evander Holyfield wasn't a sport. That's dude true. Ate a dude's ear. <laughs> that is a sport. That's also entertainment. <laughs> Be in a ring in one full round and then see no, if you're going to say if it's a no, sport or not. Hold on, let, me, let me clarify. Benchmark. Entertainment is the WWE where it's fake. So, that, that is, is entertainment. Is that okay. scripted? That, I was about to ask that question. That is scripted entertainment. That is also Evander Holyfield getting his ear beaten off, bitten off by. Mike Tyson. That was not scripted. That was not entertainment. That was a sport. You sure that's not the uh, men going at each other full throttle and it's primal instincts. Yeah, just biting the dude's ear off. You know, that's what two men do in the ring. You know. So if anyone listening has any good ideas for topics, if it's if you think it's a sport or not, tweet us. Let us know. We'll talk about it next episode. So this weekend, the Blues. Are off, but there is the NHL All Star Game, and we have a little breaking news. <laughs> Vladimir Tarasenko is doing the media tour right now, and Jeremy Rutherford just posted these tweets. He just spoke to Vladimir Tarasenko, and he asked him if he thought this could be the last time he represents the Blues in the big stage. Tarasenko's quote: "Yes, obviously yes, because even Vladdy don't know the future of Vladdy. There's only one guy who knows more than me, and his name is Doug Armstrong. I think that's the guy who you should talk about my future with, the Blues." Asked if there had been any talks with Armstrong lately, Tarasenko replies, "No, not lately." Wow. This is coming from the dude that six days ago, when it was the beatdown in in the desert at Mullet Arena, the College Arena, uh, Tarasenko was on record. Slamming the bench door and barking at Baruby and Baruby barking back at him. So I'm going to say this relationship is getting a little rocky. I hope and we have more. This might might be the beginning of the end of the Tarasenko era. No, it's the end. And I hope we have situations like this all weekend long where he's giving a piss poor performance and ripping off his blues jersey or something. Because it's time for him to go, I think. 
So you want him gone? You you think he's done? Well, maybe not want. Maybe want him gone is a poor wording, but um, I want you'll picks. be okay with prospects. him being gone. It's time for him to go. But what you're saying is you want nothing because no team is going to give you that if they know he wants out anyway. They already know he wants out. Exactly. Right. He's not going to resign with us. So you don't think anyone's going to want to trade for him because they're just going to get him in free agency? Correct. I would be shocked if uh, Armstrong actually trades him in the in the uh, deadline. deadline? Mm-hmm. Really? Who, yeah. So you think that he's going to trade O'Reilly and anyone else, Barbashev? Yeah. I also – I just feel like there's a uh, history. I think he – well, first let me rephrase things and say he should trade them. But I'm just saying go off of Doug's history – he doesn't really trade his veterans at the deadline. He lets them That's play true. out. That's true. That is and correct. And lets them walk. Petrangelo and Baggis. But I think this is an exactly. unprecedented but, year. I think it's going to be. This is Roper knowledge on pod. There's a deep, deep draft, and that, of course, starts with Connor Bedard <laughs> at the beginning. And I think, Dog thinks, we should get a shot at Connor Bedard. It, it, like. Does this team have a shot at making playoffs? Maybe. Maybe. That's a hard maybe. Even if that, even if they make the playoffs. They will not. They're getting will swept. They get, will they get they past first playoffs. round? Hell no. They won't make Hell playoffs. no. And so, would it, I would consider that more of a losing season if we try and make a run at the playoffs for a team that's not even going to make it. I had more faith in the 2019 season when we were bottom of the league. So you would rather so, tank. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this this draft that is, is deep. I'm not move. even talking about Connor Bedard. This this, this, this draft, draft is this deep. Draft, I I agree with Roper. This draft is hugely deep. This has this draft hasn't been this deep since the Sidney Crosby draft. And so this is a <laughs> we great first round picks spot yes. for us to as many as we can quickly. I, I mean quickly. I'm not, even calling it a, I'm not even calling it a rebuild. It should be just like a re. Rebirth. Can you name like blues. other names? Like I, I, I just can't think of any off, off the top, top of my head. No. No. Okay. But it's a deep draft. It's a, <laughs> it's it's a deep, trust deep me, draft. it's a deep draft. Um. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm with the guys. I mean, I think if done correct, we can kind of bounce back from all this. Ropers. Um. Ropers. But what? Oh, oh no! Give one one thing I do want to say. You know, last time the Blues were in kind of spot like this was 2019. We were what last in there? And obviously, Chiefs we were in the Super Bowl in 2019. Oh. Chiefs are in the Super Bowl now. I mean, coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope you're right. Uh, making a run, maybe. <laughs> Make a little run, you know. I mean, just just gonna throw that out there, you know. But no, all realisticness. I mean, I think we should. Um, tank and i mean i think we got a good enough core still with the guys that i would think probably will still stay that we keep and stuff are still good pieces we just need kind of i don't know just something different maybe um i know nick isn't a big kairu guy but i think uh, maybe not big kairu guy is the best thing to say but i know you had your uh beef with kairu uh I during the last he's one he's got too complacent with his spot you yeah. feel like He's earned his way, and he hasn't. He's a young player still. He's got a lot to earn. Um, I just feel like he's – I mean, I, I'm with you. I agree with that and stuff. But I just think Kevin Kairu, Thomas, like those are two excellent building pieces to have. And um, We're going to have Shen and, for a while. 
um, Shen, um, Booch, you know. Um, Booch is nice. We got good pieces, and I think if you trade the right guides, um, if you can get think, good pieces, I think, you can turn it around I easily. I think what this season needs is an Oshi trade. You know how the mm. Oshi... The Oshi no, 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 that trade was he, terrible. Isn't he, well, listen, isn't he listen, like 31 was, years old now? Uh, yeah, he's 36. But Oh, you want to trade for Oshi now? No, I don't want to trade for Oshi. I want an Oshi-like trade where you change up the locker room. I think the locker room is fucked. I think the locker room is completely fucked. It's a power trip for the old guys, and then and they're not accepting the young kids like Thomas and Kairu, and they're not letting. So them... what's the division in the locker room? Who is it? I think it's Shen, Tarasenko, and o- O'Reilly all mm-hmm. together, and then I think it's the young kids with uh, Kairu and Thomas are separated. I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, we played well when they weren't there. You know, I know there's I know O'Reilly's still hurt. And Tarasenko's coming back now, but when they first got hurt, we were buzzing a little bit there with all the kids. Yeah. Yes, we were. They show a few good Big games, game. like that game in Toronto, but yes, then sir. two or three games later, they lose two, three, four in a row. And I'm yeah. excited for Zachary Bolduke. That's going to be a stud. He is our number years. one prospect right now. And, then and Jimmy, Jimmy Snoogaroo. Snoogaroo. That's what I said. Snoogaroo. Golden What's his name? Snuggerud. 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 He's at the U of M right now, lighting up for the Gophers. Yes. Are you guys uh, Jake Neighbors fans? Absolutely. Not yet. Not Not big Neighbors guy? I feel like he has the potential to be like Schwartz. Which I like. Short, kind of buzzing around the ice, good on the penalty kill, can play the power play, can play up and down the lineup. But he's got a long way to go still. But I, I see the potential. But Schwartz took a while too, so. Mm-hmm. No. Hopefully, he doesn't have the injury down. history Schwartz, of Schwartz. Schwartz took like three years to finally find his way. Yeah. Okay, Jake's in his first, second year still. Yeah, Jake's in his second year, I believe. So, maybe next year we finally see the real Jake Neighbors. Hopefully. That Army I, always talks about. So. I think he just needs pl- the playing time. You know, last year he didn't have the playing time. They would. K uh, had him there. He did that. I don't want to say it was like a 10-day thing, but it was, he was up here for like a couple weeks, um, and then they sent him back down to... Well, that was part of his contract. They didn't that was part of the waste, contract. They okay. didn't want to waste the whole year of his contract. Yeah. You know who I want to see gone next year? Brandon Saad. I hate Brandon Saad. Oh, I love Saad. He is the veteran that you need. No. No, <laughs> David Perron was the veteran we needed. Yeah. We signed Brandon Saad the Top year before for... Four or five million dollars, and then Armstrong wouldn't give that money to Perron, a player who's came back to the Blues three separate occasions, who's a Stanley Cup champion. That pissed I think, me off. I, I think that was the locker room thing too. I think David Perron kept the locker room together. Mm-hmm. And David I, Perron and was then, that glue between the, the glue. veterans and, and the young players, yes. and now they have Dude, a division. I, that's why I think it's happening. What are your guys' thoughts on Benier, Bennington? He's oh, probably the soul of the team still. Still, so you're you're best I've, player on the Blues. Oh my when, God. Really? When they're losing best a game and player. Bennington picks a little fight or gets in some guy's grill, everyone on the bench stands up and they're like, "All right, we got to play for our goalie right now." Yeah, our goalie's showing that fire. We got to step our game up. At this point, if Bennington doesn't get like 35 saves, I don't think we have a chance in games. Well, and and here's my point on Bennington. It's an obvious distinction and separation between when we're starting Bennington and when we're starting Thomas Grice. 
Oh, it's no oh offense to Thomas Christ. I'm well, sorry, but he oh sucks. Tom, Thomas Christ is horrible. That was, I think he's it's, a it's, fine it's backup like, goalie, you guys. Oh, he's all awesome. with you. I don't know. I, I agree I with know. Nick. I think he's a uh, he's a fine backup. He steps up fair, when you need him to. Awful, so it might right. not be all his fault. Right, but I just That's have no true. faith in the man. Defense I can't it's not just terrible. on the defense. We've proven that because all of all the forwards don't get back. It's no. not just yeah. – it's pretty much every forward. Well, it's defense on the whole team. Yeah, that's what – yeah, correct. It's defense Or in Cairo's case, he can't defend. So well, even if he tries, he won't do anything. Because he's scared. He's a bit scared. I, <laughs> yes, I he's a Cairo on the guy. penalty kill, you'll never see it. No. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't dare. You know you see the penalty kill, though? Robbie Tommy. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's, he's a bigger he's a body, though. He's a bigger body. Do we know what Tarasenko was even doing in the All-Star game? What competitions he's playing? Um, The sharp shooting, whatever that's called. Okay. That shooting it? the targets? Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. And they're still doing three-on-three oh, divisions? That was fun. Format. Was? That, I think that's the best format. Three-on-three three is Yeah, I do kind of like sick. watching it. There was a theory that Austin pointed me out to on the St. Louis oh. – Talk about, you're talking about my theory. You're talking about my theory. Yes. This is – but it's not your theory. No, it's the no, same it's the I heard on radio. Radio waves. Um, Listen to the radio. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis radio waves. St. Louis radio waves. And someone on there, um, they're kind of questioning why Tarasenko was the all-star. Because if you look at his stats, like – It was Uncle not, Randy, wasn't it? No. Um, no, not at all. Um, it does not scream all-star, and I kind of agree with that. Because um, he had Thomas doing way better. Kairou was, at that time, finally like was heating up and was tearing it up. So why did Doug pick Tarasenko? So they said maybe that they want – maybe Doug is doing this as like a – I'm going to use the word peace offering to try to re-sign Tarasenko. Maybe his goal is to say, I want to – fix our relationship you're my key piece i need um for everything for next year so i'm going to give you this honor of being our all-star even though let's be honest you didn't deserve it um in my opinion um but i'm going to give it to you as a peace offering hopefully and then maybe that'll kind of fix their negotiations to sign a long-term deal that's what they were discussing i kind of agree with it at the time but that um tweet there kind of makes me think about it all right i got a big spin zone here yeah I think the reason he selected him for the All-Star game is because he wants to put him in prime time and display him off to the league and say, hey, this is still our superstar. Everyone remember Tarasenko, how he almost put up 50 goals like four or five years ago? He's still a good player. Watch him in the All-Star game. Who wants him at the trade deadline? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I could see it. My other thing is, is like last year he had a very good year. If you wanted he had his to, career year. If, if you wanted 80, to, 83 points. Oh, wow. So, like, if you wanted to trade the man, why didn't you do it last season? Because now his Armstrong, value last right. year is not what it is this year. This that year. is true. But going so. back to what Elvie said earlier, I do think there's some value that Tarasenko has before the deadline because contending teams love rental players. They're looking to add one or, ex- one or two extra guys that can jump into their top six and Tarasenko – Checks it's all the, the boxes. He's going to be the best rental now player. Ho- now that Bo Horvat is off the board. Bo Horvat is in New York with the Islanders now. Yeah, yeah. Correct. And so Islanders probably won't Tarasenko be making any more moves. probably his best it, rental. It was a high-rumored... Uh, no, Ryan O'Reilly is still the best rental. 
Right. But it was still a high rumor that Tarasenko was going to be shipped off the aisles, and now that that's not an option. Um, I have heard uh, from the rumors that we are shopping him to the Calgary Flames, or we're shopping him, I think, to the Maple Leafs, but that's probably O'Reilly. O'Reilly has been heavily, heavily linked to the Leafs, and that's because the Leafs are sending scouts to all the Blues games, and they've been in talks with Doug about O'Reilly. So Ryan needs to get healthy. Yeah, but I mean, he's still the captain of the Blues. I think he might be gone at trade deadline. That's just all I'm going to say. Probably to the Leafs. Heard it here first. All right, let's wrap up our Blues talk here. Let's go around the table. Tell me if you think O'Reilly and or Tarasenko will be with the Blues next year. I say. O'Reilly will be back next year at training camp. Tarasenko will not. Robert, what do you think? I I hope neither. I hope neither are back. I think that it's time to move on from the 2019 Cup era. I like and, it. Uh, obviously, invest in the young buds. And I think get some get some prospects going in the draft. I get like some it. picks. That's, that's just my opinion. I Honestly, I hope Barbashev resigns. He's a, he's a spark plug, obviously quoted as by John Hamm. St. Louis is best. <laughs> um, so I I personally would hope that Ivan Barbashev will be kept around, okay. but that's just my opinion. Um, I I hope we get some picks. That's all. I, that's all I gotta say. Elvi, what do you think? Uh, well, I believe it's going to be terrible GMing again, so we're going to have both of them back, even though <laughs> both of them should be gone for picks. Wouldn't but be surprised. Terrible GMing. We're going to let them, we're going to just let Tarasenko just go for free. Ever since Petrangelo and Perron left, anything Armstrong does wouldn't surprise me, so you never know. Um, I think they both will be gone, but I don't think they get traded. Kind of goes back to with the bad GM. GM <laughs> I think uh, he's going to let him walk just because it's Doug's past. That's the past. move. That's just the, keep that's him. Been the move for the Blues last might go on like a ten-game winning streak right before just the deadline. Walk. He's like, oh, yep. we got to keep him. He's he's just going to let him walk. That's all I got. Pat, producer Pat is thinking uh, we keep Tarasenko, sign him as the C, and I think. We we sign him and we make sure he's captain, and then I also think O'Reilly goes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, and we get a bunch of picks from them because I know they they are desperate for a cup run. <laughs> they are completely desperate. They haven't gotten out of the first round in how many They're years? Desperate for a first round. <laughs> yeah, like 04, 05 oh four, oh five, or yeah. something. So happen again. So I think O'Reilly goes to Toronto. I think Vladdy, we signed Vladdy because we have the cap space to do that. And we get a bunch of picks from Toronto. And we get uh, also prospects that they already have that they can't bring up because they have a stacked team already. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think happens. And I think Army rekindles the relationship by saying, hey, if I'm going to sign you and you're going to be the C for five years. But you better fucking bring it back. <laughs> that's a that's a hot hot take. Tarasenko is the captain. O'Reilly gone, but we'll see. Tune in this weekend. Watch the NHL All Star Game. Could be Tarasenko's last as a Blue. What channel is it on? ESPN or TNT? I'm pretty sure it's on ESPN. ESPN all weekend long. 
So single game tickets for St. Louis City just went on sale today. I think the cheapest tickets were around fifty or sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. How many games are we going to this year, boys? Definitely not the first game. That is the, over. How much are tickets for the first one? Four hundred dollars. I saw. Oh, well, it depends who you ask. So it's I, secondary market, right? I, yep. Well, not on uh, SeatGeek. Uh, Wait, so are they them. only selling them on SeatGeek? Correct. So when I checked this afternoon, it was two fifty for the. Um, Hope opener game, but you can go on um, Facebook Marketplace and those people are selling tickets. Like the season ticket holders on Facebook oh. are selling for like two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. Like they're just two hundred plus dollars. Yeah. But I do gotta say I'm in one and one season ticket holder. I gotta give a huge shout out. He called out all the season ticket holders saying, "You guys need to stop selling your tickets for two hundred dollars because." He's like, I got my tickets for $400 for the whole year. These things cost me $25 a ticket. You need to be selling these things for $25. So he Price gave, out, he gave out four tickets or whatever. And he said, these things are going for $25 a piece. First come, first serve. And they're gone instantly because he was the cheapest one. And now a bunch of people on this page are saying, hey, lower these ticket prices or whatever. You aren't. You shouldn't be making money or whatever. We need more City fans like uh, that guy <laughs> respecting what, the love of the game. Decision. Well, no, I mean, obviously there's that temptation because I, I do have a friend that's a season ticket holder, and he was saying that if he sold his seats on game time uh, for just the first – I know and I know that's it's game time. It's not SeatGeek, obviously. Yeah, but anyway, secondary market, he could sell his tickets for 400 or 500 plus, and that would pay for his full season tickets for the full year. Just How many that games? one game. Just one game? Yeah. The first yeah. game? Just the first game, for- home opener. Mm-hmm. Which also, I want to say, Business I've been decision. to Why did we not the think first of this game idea? at the stadium, <laughs> even though it was a preseason game for St. Louis City 2 against Bayer Leverkusen. It was like a friendly, but... How much did you pay for really tickets cool. for that game? Uh, I was wondering, like, 30 bucks. So, yeah, because wow. you said you were um, the season, or not the season tickets, the uh, supporter section. I was in the So that section. was third, that was $40, and then the uh, general mission was 80 Yeah. And so they tacked on another for, for – if you wanted to sit, you had to pay an extra $40. Yes, because obviously the sports section, they lock up the seats. You are not allowed to sit. I knew a guy who worked that paid over $100 for that uh, – tick. you know, friendly for, game? For that friendly game. And mm-hmm. I was like, I've got 80 – I paid, you know, 80 bucks or whatever. Um, I used to think it was 80 for both two, two tickets. It was 40 apiece and then 20 for general mission. So I apologize. I got my ticket prices wrong there. Um does anyone know how many home games are going to be? Fifth was it 15 16? Rover's not paying attention. It's like 15 to 16. I believe it's 16. Um something like that. But that probably doesn't include the uh Copa, that Copa America game. Um I forgot what that tournament's called. No, it does not. Uh, no, that's so the US looking, Open, right? You're looking at 17 probably. 18 no, it's max. The, it's the like CONCACAF stuff, I think. Yeah, it's like that uh big conference uh tournament that they're doing between like the mexico uh yeah league i don't know what they call the league it. of mx thank you yeah um i think Roper, all those mexican soccer expert <laughs> i guess sure okay. we have another soccer expert over here lv Hello. huge real madrid fan lv how many soccer games have you been to live have i been to live oh dude oh sadly only like three cause... okay I never got to... Did you see Real Madrid when they came and played in the Dome? Inter Milan. Yes. That was a good one. One of the only games, yep. Lots of streakers. I was young, Lots so I don't streakers. really remember that game. But my biggest concern 
paying all this money to go to city games is I'm going to be bored at the game. They're just going to be what? possession, and it's going to be boring. No. I'm worried live soccer is going to be boring. That's a terrible so, take. There's, there's usually goals in MLS, bro. Once you're there, you'll usually know. goals in MLS. It, it's the atmosphere okay. aspect that you're just not aware let, of. Let me tell you something. I agree with what Roper said. I've never been to a soccer game before. Mm-hmm. But I showed up walking to that stadium from um, Union Station, hearing the drums, the color of the stadium from the lights and stuff. It was the coolest entrance I've ever experienced. And okay, so, so the atmosphere has got to sell it. everything about it. It was awesome going in and then actually seeing them play. It was very cool. Um, now, granted, I mean, I'll be honest. I got a little bored only because I don't know soccer that well mm-hmm. and stuff. But it and was, that was the second team, too, technically. That's true, that's true as well. Um, but I had blast, though. Granted, like I said, I had my down marks. And maybe because, you know, I knew we weren't going to come back. Like, no offense. Like, we, let's be honest. We knew that team wasn't going to right. really oh, score yeah, against Bundesliga. Against yes. that Bundesliga team. They're so once a top it, five team yeah. in the Bundesliga. Once Damn. it got, like, two to zero, maybe that's when it started getting boring. But, um, Chelsea legend. But, no, that oh, stadium's got the coolest score. entrance, and you're going to love walking in. We plan on definitely going to some games this year. If we're not going to be at the stadium, we're going to be hanging out at the Shaffley Tap House. Or or the Amster- pitch. Amsterdam Tavern. Or the pitch we- right across the street, right? Or Beffa's. We should try going down there for uh, the first game. I think it's a weekend. It is. Yeah. I want to be with the Lugans. I want to be banging the drum. <laughs> hey, I bang that Drinking drum. Drinking beers. I got to bang that drum, man. Um, It'll be fun. All right, and that concludes our soccer talk. So this brings us to our draft of the episode. We have a pretty good topic this week. It's going along with the football talk. We are drafting best brands that have Super Bowl commercials. Yep. So, you know, the car companies, the beer companies, the snacks, whatever. No more hinting. No more hinting. No more hinting. Pat, do the randomizer for us. And one last Roper uh, suggestion. No pick, like, no, no hinting picks. So don't mention any other okay. potential brands right. when you're making okay. your... Okay. All right. All right. All Fair game. We already picked numbers we beforehand. We, yeah, we, we already have... picked numbers beforehand. What so. if it's same brand, different variation? But just no. don't mention, like, just don't mention any other brands. No, we're not picking... We're not picking specific commercials. Correct. We're picking the best brands who typically have the best commercials year after year. Okay. okay. Ready? Randomizer? Mm-hmm. Hey Siri, pick a number between one and five. It is one. I go first. So Pat goes first, and then we'll go this way. We'll just go let's flip a coin for. Oh, which way? Clockwise. Which way? Yeah, which way? Tails. I guess either way. It's been heads like all the time. No, I think it hit one. It went like oh oh there. oh. We're doing oh. a reflip. We're doing oh, a, re-flip. a reflip. Yeah. Schrader, flip it. Schrader, flip it. Schrader, call it in the air. Call it. You call it. Tails. Ooh. Yes. Oh, it's that tails. Base tails. So right. Pat will start us off. Schrader okay. will pick second. And then we'll wrap around and snake it back. All right. My first overall in the Super Bowl commercial pick is Budweiser. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. The uh, horse. You can't beat it. The horse and the puppy. You can't beat Budweiser. Budweiser. 
Number Candy one. King of beers. It should always be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tough. St. Louis born and bred. <laughs> second so pick. Tough. For the second pick, I am going to go. Oh, man. See, this is a tough choice. You got a bunch of really good options. Um, but I am going to go with, I think, is the most creative one. We haven't seen it yet. I'm going with FanDuel and the Gronk field goal kick. Wow. The live betting. That counts as a commercial? It yes, it's the yet. live bet commercial. That is. Um, they're doing on air for FanDuel. That will be electric. That I will say I do electric. like the FanDuel commercial they've been playing this year where they pick up their random hitchhiker and they bring him to the tailgate. And they're like, what are the odds he's a cornhole god? And he's like hitting all shots at the tailgate. I love that. Oh, okay. third pick. Well, I guess I just I got to take the classic Doritos. It's just it's a, it's, a, it's a top pick. It's a top pick. They have a good commercial every year. Every year. Multiple commercials every year. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, that leads me to the fourth pick. I'm going to Bud Light. Oh, you gotta have the same hand though. They gotta have no, the different, different beer though. Different beer. Yeah. Well, I got scammed then because that would have been that was my. You would have well, taken Bud Light. Oh, okay. Wrong. That's still a brand. Well, not another. Oh, that's what your question was earlier. Like same oh, brand. Yes, that's well, why I no, would have said Bud Light. Yeah. Because of the most confusing. iconic Bud Light, Bud Light night. night commercial. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was well, a good one. I'm sorry that. That's a rookie mistake. Okay. <laughs> now you know you all beers on the it's table not still. That, it is the same. <laughs> Okay, same company. <laughs> Different right. brands. With my first pick, fifth overall, I'm going to go with GoDaddy.com. Okay. Oh, I feel like okay. I don't even know what the hell their company actually does. It's a website-making company. I wouldn't know that really? anyways. Oh, yeah, but anyways, no I do know that they always have some crazy commercials. I thought so. it was like Christian Mingle. Very, <laughs> very sexual-oriented GoDaddy commercials. we're snaking it back, so I'm going to have my second pick as well right here. I'm going to go with Oreos. Very solid. I feel like solid. Oreo always has a good commercial with some little kids, yep. and it's funny, and it's heartwarming. So two good brands very right there. Solid. Roper, what do you got? Um, I'm gonna go with Coca-Cola. Oh, you always gotta have the classic. You always gotta have the polar bear and the yes. Coca-Cola bottle with yes. the underlying um, global warming issues oh. under. Solid. You gotta, Solid. gotta have yeah. care for the you polar bear every year. Gotta throw little hints in there, dude. Yeah, every like, year, every year. They so. know they're so good; it doesn't matter. <laughs> Their mascot might not be around forever. They gotta save them. Yes, yes. Why it still exist? Ellie, what do you got? All right, for my second pick, this is going to be a curveball as well. I'm going to go with the Old Spice newer oh, commercials. Oh, that's consistent. That Great pick. That is with, consistent even without the Super Bowl. With yes. the guys, with the guy's wife now stealing the Old Spice, and he's crying. About it. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, this is moisturizer." He's just crying. That's what it does. <laughs> Very soft. Do you love Old Spice? What do you got, Trader? Um, let's see. I'm gonna go with Snickers. Mm. Oh, Good one. Oh. I thought about the that Betty one. Betty White Snicker commercial. That was a classic. R-P. Very solid. Um, you're not yourself when you're hungry. Exactly. Eat a Snickers. <laughs> okay, uh, Pat. Pat, what do you got? I'm gonna go with my second pick being Lay's. Lay's potato classic. chips. Classic. Okay. The, the most recent one with Seth Rogen. I think it's the best one. Oh, is that the one with um him and Paul Rudd last year? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that was, was a good one. That was, that was 
That was a good one. That was a good one. I guess my third and final pick. I wasn't. Ready. I forgot we were snaking. I was gonna go with Audi. Audi just always has a. I they have a cool okay. commercial. The, I think they have the best car commercials out of all the cars. Good pick. Driving around either in a that's, desert that's or a snowstorm or a cool cityscape. Looks you like know Gotham. Audi's gonna take care. <laughs> I got now. Are we doing like? Can I do with like an old com- brand? I don't think they do this style commercial anymore, but it's still a brand. We'll if it's back. iconic we'll enough. It's iconic. Okay. I'm going with E Trade. Oh, the right. baby, John, the talking baby commercial, you know, on the, mm-hmm. the okay. you know, doing a little uh, Zoom meeting or whatever. Okay. All right. All right. E-Trade. Cool. Are they still around nowadays or? I don't know. I haven't seen those commercials think... in forever. That's why, I, that's why I had to ask, like, I, we, it's, is it an older commercial? I think E-Trade's checks. still around. Wait, John, I think John Krasinski was always the spokesperson of E-Trade commercials. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Really? Jim from was. the office. Jim's yeah. got to make money somehow. Wow. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Well, he made a hell of a good commercial. Those commercials were the best. <laughs> Wait, was so Jim we... the baby? Well, yeah, we'll the talking baby. That was Jim? Apparently. Can we just, like, X out all the... The TV ones. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean all the TV ones? Like the TV like promos. I hate all those. Oh, like <laughs> just for new shows? Yeah. Well, that's they just not, do that because they know everyone's brands. watching. See, I was gonna, I was gonna use my last one being like movie trailers and stuff, just yeah, because that's, that's Super mentions. Bowl brings in a lot of good movie mentions. trailers. But. It's honorable mentions. We'll yeah. save that. LV, your last pick. Well, I literally thought about another one and completely forgot about it just because, <laughs> but. Um, I will take the, I'll take the classic Ford. Okay. As Ford. Ford truck ad. Fuck. Classic America, you know, you always see it on there. What's the one bit from Sonny where Cricket and him are singing? Rock flag and eagle. <laughs> well, there's That's a good right. Ford commercial. I believe it was a Ford commercial back uh, a couple Super Bowls ago when it was an apocalypse going on and they were all meeting up. Uh, bunch of Ford truck drivers and then they were realized oh their one buddy couldn't make it and it was because he was driving a Chevy <laughs> oh yes I know yeah. what you're talking about <laughs> little shade yes. a, a little shade in there but I like that okay Roper your um, last pick my last pick is gonna be tied and let me tell you why that had Charlie Pace in it I, I don't know if it was Who? last year or Charlie Day sorry Charlie Day Okay. Sorry, sorry, Charlie Pace. Charlie Day had it. From Always uh, Sunny. Yeah, it's Always Sunny. He was in the Tide commercial. And then um, I know it was the Ravens versus uh, – who did the Ravens play? 49ers? 49ers. Yeah. Yes, and it, it was the actually a really bowl. good commercial just because it related to the 49ers. And it was a Joe Montana stain. And that led all the 49ers fans to come out and look at the stain that represented – Joe Montana on a stain of a shirt. And I, I love that commercial. Stuck with me for years. Tide? And I think Tide, Tide will be out there. They always bring out the A-list actors for Tide it. was on my list. They do bring out good uh, Super Bowl commercials. I don't remember what you were talking about, but, yeah, I, believe, but I believe you. I believe you. I think you may have eaten one too many Tide Pods, Roper. Yeah, you might have stuck one too many of those sticks up your video right now. <laughs> All right, you pull that video up, and I'll give my last pick. I'm torn here between an iconic brand with arguably the most famous Super Bowl commercial of all time 
and then another brand who makes pretty good commercials every year but I don't really like their product at all and I'm going to go with the iconic one it's Apple yeah. do you guys remember the most iconic Super Bowl commercial of all time the Apple one where everyone's in the movie theater and they're all watching the screen like in the 80s or something isn't the face or whatever comes from the screen yeah it's like a Steve yeah. Jobs thing yeah. Steve Jobs face yeah. mm-hmm. but um I think Apple does cool commercials all the time, and I feel like they'll probably have a cool little commercial with some cool guy wearing AirPods, dancing around in the street. Apple with a cool indie song. Are we going uh, – do we do honorable mentions? We are We're open honorable it now, so throw oh, them out. What about, like, Mountain Dew? That was my Mountain other Dew's pick. That was the other one. Mountain, <laughs> Mountain Dew has so, – classic. Oh, Roper's trying to show me this commercial <laughs> I keep uh, thinking about – ran- I keep thinking about, like, random ones, but – I'm gonna go my honorable mention. Being the NFL, they always do a uh, NFL commercial in there. Oh, um, the NFL one. That was another one. Yeah, like the NFL one hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Good a couple honorable years back. mentions, guys. All right, but another honorable mention: Cheetos. Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Cheetos always, always has a good one. What's um? Hyundai or Hyundai? I know um, Brian Cranston. Honda. Oh my bad. Um, I know Brian Cranston and um. Oh, oh, Pinkman yeah. did a Breaking Bad the, one. Yeah, Bears, right? but, uh, they had the Bears chasing them, right? Well, I just know they're coming back for a commercial, commercial this Super Bowl. But I was curious if anyone oh. knew what they were doing. And that's another no. take I have. I always hate how they'll release the Super Bowl commercials on YouTube like a Huge week facts. before the Super Bowl. Retweet. And it Disagree because it. it was Retweet. not how it was supposed to be back in the day. It was always supposed to be a surprise. And because that's bring on the lead. Lead. it's for bring everyone. You you can't take your eyes off the screen, whether it's the game or the commercials. You're always watching, and I hate that it's spoiled due to YouTube playing the ads before the week, and people will be like, "Oh, I already saw this one." That's dumb. That's not how it used to be back. Did they change back that in the day. ever, or are they still doing it this year? No, I money. mean I'm sure it's still. I think I, I saw it might one not have aired yet, but. I you saw can, a commercial. You can look them up on YouTube, I'm sure. Be- like, a couple days before the Super Bowl, they will be on YouTube, and it sucks. I no, saw the uh, Brian Cranston one, Breaking Bad one's on there already. Oh. Uh, but no, like all, of them, all of them go on there. Allstate. No, all state, state, who's the black state guy that is the Allstate guy? That guy the commentary guy? Was he an NFL player? Was he a football player? <laughs> no. No, no he's just a... That might be slightly no. racist. Hold on, no. <laughs> might be slightly racist. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me look that up. I bet uh, State Farm will do. When you're at the, I bet State Farm will have one. There Wait, did the Roper State just say Bowl. the Jake from State Farm guy was a no. football? Oh, no, no, he saw the Allstate, Allstate guy. guy. Are you in good hands? <laughs> the guy who commentates over that guy is not a football announcer, yeah, dude. No. <laughs> he said football player. <laughs> That's what made him more funny. I thought he was. <laughs> He's dying. Give him a one percent. He's not. Are you confusing him with Shannon Sharp? No. I do. Uncle. The, I do love to the, my unk. The unk. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm confusing. I'm a big unk fan. He was in major oh, yeah. league. I think that guy's hilarious. Shannon Sharp is. Okay. Shout out Shannon Sharp. Oh, he was in a baseball movie once. So Roper just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, wasn't be, he in uh, Only Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> is that the movie? That is not the same. <laughs> that is not, not the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll save that. Next draft, we might be ranking all-time baseball movies. 
or maybe all time sport movies. Sport we got you got to save the baseball one for uh, opening training. week mm-hmm. or spring training would be fine too. Oh, like no, what about just like sports movies in general? That could be a good one. I like that. Yeah, maybe a little teaser for the folks. Sports movies. <laughs> it's a good topic. We love to hear your ideas too. Yeah, if anyone has any good topics they want us to debate, talk about, draft, we want to know. What about Send doing some in. trivia? Trivia on the show next time? Oh, I that would is very interesting thing to do. Yeah. I can't take that. That is a shout out to Mark Fentress. He really wants us to, or not, I say us, he really wants to see you guys do some trivia. Shout out to Tabitha Fentress as well. <laughs> <laughs> she deserved one. Shout out to the Fentress. Devout fans, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Fentress family. Shout out to all the fans. Thanks for listening. Yes. And this brings us to the last topic of today's episode. We're going to close things out with a little OTROT, off the record and off topic. Pat, start us out. Uh, I wanted to talk about this net, this new Netflix thing that's going on around. I think it's stupid. What are they doing? There's they're uh quit sharing you can't share your password anymore gotta you have log in yeah you gotta have your so how are they stopping the password you have sharing. to be connected to your own wi-fi oh so they they track it by like ip address and all like domain and everything and you have to sign into your account or you once have to sign into like the home wi-fi once a month and if they track any differences they immediately shut the other account down wow so, yeah so they're they're cracking down on people. How sharing. much money you think they were losing on people sharing I, accounts? I think it's so dumb. Another thing it goes into what you were saying here, so I'll mm-hmm. connect to it. Is in other countries they experimented with just charging people sharing the account like two dollars to sh- to just to just share the account okay. or whatever. So every account um, that you had, so, so let's say each- all five, all four of you guys were sharing my account, they'd be charging me. Two for every per two dollars okay. for every person. It's like just do something like that. Like that gives you revenue. I do like that the, idea. The people will be happy. The people that are sharing it won't really the care win-win. all that much because it's just. A, I mean, it's still more money, but it's not like twenty dollars more, or whatever you know, or ten dollars more. It's like okay, two dollars potentially for one other additional count. It's like ah, eh. it's annoying, but it's like at least other people can have the the thing. So. Right, and that's, that's where it falls into that category of where. The United States of a nation, you'd think we're, like, first world country, but in, like, a lot of things, like, especially according to the internet, I mean, we're falling behind. I mean, if you look at South Korea or Japan, if you want to download, like, a full movie, you know, it takes, like, 14 gigabytes, probably takes you, like, three hours. That takes them, like, two minutes. Yeah, not even. Yeah, exactly. Three seconds. Like, they, they will have that downloaded instantly with high speed internet and that's just my problem with Amer- like the American right a lot and of it's, places it's free or it comes with taxes and it's BS that we don't even get the full speed that everywhere else in the nation like in the world gets and us as a nation we get screwed but that's just and that's just American corporate greed corporate greed yeah but and and that's just what Roy's back to this Netflix shit it's annoying now like because I don't think I have personally ever paid for Netflix. Have you guys ever paid for Netflix yourself? <laughs> never. You, never. Yeah, you yeah. always share the password, right? Yeah. So that's just all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it is changing all of our lives. I would say this is a life changing event. Yeah. 
But doesn't, like, your family have Netflix, though? Absolutely. So, absolutely. My brother pays for it and has, and I sometimes Venmo him when he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> they pay you better for hope it. he's out. Shout, shout, shout out, Tyler. Shout out, Andrea. <laughs> Love you guys. All right, Shredder, what do you got for your OTROT? Um, my OTROT is quite random. <laughs> Um, but it's just something that I'm looking forward to. I just figured I'd share. I don't think I ever told you guys this. Um, well, one, I mean, all you guys know I'm building a house, which I'm looking forward to. Oh yeah. Um, um, which will be done in April. We'll, we'll throw a big, uh, party. You know, out, in yeah. party yeah. so, out in suburbia, uh, suburbia, St. Charles, oh, okay. um, out in St. Charles, out in the, uh, new town area where oh, I hear nice. it's just a bunch of, there I saw a TikTok about it being a bunch of, uh, um, conservatives out there, or whatever that's different. They compared it to like Florida or whatever, like Huntington Beach, where it's just like a random like community of like stray uh, of uh, conservatives. So, but we are not in Newtown. We're on the outskirts, so I'm not part of them. I want to make that clear. <laughs> but um, no, the the big exciting news is um, I'm going to see the uh, the queen of music, uh, uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Going to a Taylor Swift. Oh. Going to T Swizzle. Knock off the bucket list in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Oh, wow. Cool. Arrowhead. Um, Very cool. Um, shout out to my amazing wife who spent eight to ten hours getting those tickets. Yes. It was a long So she was queue. one of waiting, the people that got uh, tickets? Just, just waiting yes. online? Yeah, just waiting online. Wow. Waiting on that stupid Ticketmaster, which goes into my thing about fuck Ticketmaster. Shout Sorry, part of my language. <laughs> I don't know if I can cuss on here. Fuck Ticketmaster. Shout but, out my sister, Melissa, big T-Swift fan. She also went through that. Yep. She got Did him? Where's she, she going? Um, I'm not sure entirely where she is going. Well, we'll be Friday. Um, she, Morgan doesn't know this, but um, we're going to tailgate out there and stuff. And um, you can bet your ass I'll be boogieing down some Taylor Swift out there. Yeah. Let's go. I know every song. It's oh, not every song, coming. but I know most of the songs. And I will be singing my heart out. It's been a long coming for to have a tour again. Exactly. Oh, I'm so excited. What do you man. think the tailgate is going to be like for Taylor Swift versus a Chiefs tailgate? Um, If it if – it, I don't know about that, but I went to plenty of Kenny Chesney concerts in uh, at Arrowhead, and they're the exact same thing as going to going to a football game. Well, Kenny Chesney and Taylor so. Swift are very different. I know, but my point is, point is, my concert um, experience at Arrowhead has only been tailgating, you mm-hmm. know, and then the show. So it's like my expectations are to tailgate out there. So there better be a good crowd. It's gonna be yeah, a good yeah, tailgate, yeah, yeah. even, even for T-Swift. It's gonna be a good tailgate. You'll have to make the Here's the difference. I will make the crowd. Here's the difference, I think. It'll be a lot more females. And a lot more is... White Claws. Oh, Claws is the law. A lot of White Claws. Mm-hmm. Of white claws Caw-caw! <laughs> shout out. Caw-caw's <laughs> law. <laughs> All right, LV, what do you got for your OTROT? Uh, my off-the-topic is going to be city infrastructure because South City... His roads are just absolutely <laughs> god-awful. Might be the worst <laughs> in America. At this point, I just... There's a pothole... Not joking. Every like hundred meters, there's a pothole. It's bad. It just snowed a few times in St. Louis. We had some ice this week, and potholes get bad in the city. After if you go down Kings Highway, you know my pain. You feel like your car. You feel like your car is slowly deteriorating every day, day by day. Kings Highway. You you would think think that a major road in the city would be kept. No, for the poor. It is absolutely destroyed. Which leads me into where's all that money we got from the lawsuit from the Rams? Where's all that money going? I want Stan Kroenke. I want a list of where that money's going. That's my taxpaying money. Where's it going? It's not going to the streets. Kevin the Rat Demoff and Goodell. 
Yeah, um, where are they? Yeah, where are Pave they? Pave our potholes. We <laughs> deserve them to take the stand. Jerry Jones, too. I already fleeced him. If I get we, another flat tire, they better come change it for me. It Jerry like, Jones, I will settle for a night out in Dallas, though. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll settle for a night out in Dallas with Jerry Jones. Roper, what do you got for your OTROT? Mine is going to be a transition to a very well-known um, show on Apple TV that is award-winning, and that is Ted Lasso. Shout um, out Ted Lasso. We are returning to Ted Lasso. What season is it? Football's life. Season three. Football is indeed okay. life. Um, Football is It's going to be season is three. Season three? It is crazy. Season two. Spoiler alert. Quit listening if you don't want to be spoiled. But Watch Ted Lasso. Nate um, went on a little tangent against Ted and is now becoming a villain in this new season. He's going to be the new manager at West Ham. Uh, owned by the villainous owner that used to own AFC Richmond. Really? And Rupert. It's, uh, <laughs> Rupert. Yeah, Rupert. Rupert. Yeah, Rupert. Yeah, fuck Rupert. <laughs> Dark scene, if you know what I mean. Anyways, um, yeah, it's going to be a great season. Uh, they don't have another season. They, they literally uh, wrote this show to only have three seasons. So this is going to be the wrap-up. Of the show completely. So this is confirmed final season. That is that that is confirmed. They only wrote it for three seasons. There, there, there were rumors of a Ted Lasso season four, and if that happens, it will it will stick with Ted Lasso. So Jason Sudeikis, but it will not feature the original cast um, cast members. Ted Lasso to the MLS. So some predictions are like, oh, what if he goes back to like playing football american football but he brings um what's his name the guy that cusses coach a lot beard, beard? no not oh, coach beard. No. Uh, ken. Oh, ken he brings Roy, ken Roy as like ken. his assistant coach so you get that different Roy like i like the idea too Roy can we just talk about how sh- how big that show got and how quick it got big it's it's a good for, show for being about a show show about Premier League soccer. It's not about over soccer. In England. No, no, no. It's no, not no, about, it's literally, not about that. I know it's not about that. I'm just saying that it's based on that. It's based on a commercial that NBC was trying to do. You're right. It, to, Jason Stakis made the character years yes. ago. Yeah. yeah, they were. And Zach Braff turned it into a show. Shout out Zach Braff. Zach Braff? Zach Braff. The is guy the from dir- Scrubs? Yeah, he's the director of Ted Lasso. Did not know that. <laughs> yes. Did not know that. Believe. Producer. Producer. It of started Lasso. out as them what? advertising. He's, he's director and producer. producer. Okay. He they were advertising Premier League Soccer <laughs> on NBC, and it got so popular. It was like an SNL skit, Jason Sudeikis, SNL alumni, um, that it became so popular on YouTube that they even had a second commercial Mm-hmm. And that commercial even took off more. So they obviously knew they had something to work with, and they created a show, and it's been very well-known and popular and is award-winning. So that's all i got to say about Ted Lasso. I broke the record for most, what was it, Emmys? Yeah. Yeah, he oh, won a couple yeah, Emmys. lit up the show. <laughs> Ted Lasso, I think, won like six or seven It Emmys. was the Ted Lasso Emmys. Roper, let me ask you, yes or no, is Ted Lasso your favorite show? Mm, that's a tough one. Yes or no? Currently, yes. Currently, yes. In that's season okay. three, that's I have so a high expectations. If there are only three seasons, it's, it's a good show, dude. But it's a fantastic show. If that theory that Austin is 
putting out there that maybe season four, do they come to America and do like an American football version of Ted Lasso? That would be awesome. I would love yeah. to watch that too. Nothing's confirmed with what I said. It was just hypothetical. All speculation. Okay. All speculations. Right. But could could possibly be happening. All right, I'll close this up here. I'm looking forward to, you guys, recreational cannabis sales for adults in Missouri. We're so close. It was supposed to happen February 6th, but they think it might happen a few days earlier. The Missouri Department of Health is approving applications right now. So if you're 21 and older, you can legally buy cannabis in Missouri now. Got to get the sponsor of the podcast. Which I think is pretty cool. Proper Cannabis, sponsor us. Yeah, shout out Proper. Is Proper Cannabis the one that you can get uh, like $11 by two joints or something? No, they do have that a might be like a gas special. station thing. Oh, I but just remember seeing a billboard all around St. Louis that's on. like two blunts for like oh, $11. For rock joints. <laughs> I can't recall that's CBD crap. Special. You don't want to smoke that. I can't recall a blue special off the top of my head. They have penny joints at be... Proper. Every time the Blues score a power play goal, you can get a joint at Proper for a penny next day. Count me as a customer. That's really? It. They have proper ads in the concourse at Enterprise when you're walking around. Really? This is all news to me, and I absolutely love it. I don't even smoke. But if I you guys it. don't smoke weed, proper is like the apple of cannabis in Missouri. Oh, really? They're my favorite dispensary by Shout far. They're leaps and bounds. Let us know if you guys like listening oh, yeah. to LV and Schrader on the pod. Maybe we can bring them back and be a recurring guest type of situation. 69ers to the Shiva. Um, Heck yeah, I'd love to be back. Tinker Stinkers, what do you got? I just want to say I'm completely honored to be invited. Um, if this is my only time or if I'll be back periodically. Um, it was a great time. I hope I was entertaining for everybody. And uh, This is a fantastic um, The boys. Heck yeah. I, I will be better. Um Yes. That's all you got. No, you guys were great. We had a great draft. We had a good discussion about fantasy football. It was good. We had the whole league here. We're all looking forward to Super Bowl. Um, Can't wait for the Super Bowl. Good commercials. Trying to get that shout-out FanDuel for for my last shout-out. Yeah, shout-out FanDuel. Got to get that account ready for the Super Bowl. Shout-out Sam Game Parlay. Going to bet on Gronk? I am going to take Gronk to to make make? that. Yeah, Gronk's going to make it, dude. He's He's been practicing. soccer. He's been practicing, he said. I wouldn't doubt. How how far is the field goal? Um, I thought he said thirty-five yards, but I could be wrong. He's Gronk got can it. make thirty-five. He's got it. He's got Gronk it. Make, if we were lock. talking like forty-five, he, all right, maybe. Gronk lock. He's but been practicing. Thirty-five. He's got. He's, he's been got, practicing I, with um, Adam Vinatieri. You heard it so, here first. I have confidence. Um, if the tally mark is correct as of right now of this episode. It's heads. Um, Lucas Podcast also sponsors the overs. And Rob Gronkowski to make the field goal. Well, let's get a first. let's get maybe, one more yeah. coin flip to close oh, this out here. Oh, coin flip. Okay, here we go. Last little bit. Oh, oh. over the shoulder coin flip to end it, ladies and gentlemen. And it's gone. And we do not know what it is. Nick is we trying lost, to find it. We lost it. a quarter. We <laughs> lost a quarter. We are being told now. He is looking at it. Producer Pat, do you have any uh, closing words? <laughs> uh, closing words. Well, that quarter magically you disappeared. You will find uh, out next episode. <laughs> Heads or tails. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Hope you guys listen. Follow us on Twitter. Lucas314. Follow us on Insta. Lucas314. And vote for who you think had the best draft. Yes, on Twitter. And we'll have the full draft lineup on there as well. So. 
Hope you hope you like this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on uh, Monday. This episode will be up on Friday, so we'll be back on Monday. West Virginia.